have to understand most of these people are not ready to be unplugged. And many of them are so inert, so hopelessly dependent on the system that they will fight to protect it. Black turn cold and the stars look down and you'd hug yourself on the cold, cold ground. You wake the morning in a stranger's coat but no one would you see. Ask yourself who'd watch for me, my only friend. Who could it be? It's hard to say it, I hate to say it, but it's probably me. I'm on that red bell shit for real. When your bell is empty and the hunger's so real, you're too proud to beg. Too dumb to steal You search the city For your only friend No one will you see Ask yourself Who'd watch for me A solitary voice To speak out and set me free I hate to say it I hate to say it But it's probably me Not the easiest person I ever got to know. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth. We are very different, and I think so much of our environments also shape us because I believe at the end of the day, human beings are going to do what seems the most advantageous to them. It's not like, I don't think we're that much setting stone when it comes to, for example, families to, for example, marriage or even like, I don't know, nutrition or anything like that, because a lot of it is going to depend on, of, okay, I'm in this place and time and frame, what is going to be the most advantageous to me right now? What is it going to make me feel accepted and successful in my time period? And that changes a lot because one day people realize that some things work and the next day they realize that some things do not work. So they just move along with that. And that's the, 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 the wonders of humanity is that there's so many different options and choices. And, you know, there's so many good examples of like, wow, you know, I can see so many good qualities in what that person's doing. I'm going to I'm going to borrow some of that and implement it in my life. And then we've got people who are literally whiteboards or blackboards showing us what not to do. <laughs> exactly and i mean um, there's always going to be those kind of people that feel like okay for things to work uh we have to control them and do xyz which honestly i don't blame them because it does work in the short term but i think the human mind as well doesn't want to be told what to do forever sooner or later they're going to get sick and tired of it so like hey you know what i'm tired of that this is not really feeling really good 
which is what you saw in the US during the 50s because it was very rigid. This is where you go to school. This is where you go after, after college. This is what you do after college. This is what you do after high school. You get married, you get your house and your kids and that's it, you go to church and voila. But for how long is that going to work? People get bored, people realize, well, this is clearly not doing for me. This is not giving me the benefits that I was promised. And now you see that again with like the colleges and people not really getting the jobs that they want to get. The nine to five jobs are not working. That law firm or you know investment banking, the banking uh, establishments are working for is not really giving them what they want, what they wanted in the first place. And that was what was promoted left and right thirty years ago, even thirty to forty years ago. It's like yeah, get your college degree, go work for this law firm, and get your kids and your wife, and you're going to live happily ever after. And those same formulas, people realize this formula doesn't work for me. Let me find something else. And that's what we do. We try and, as, as they say, get in where you fit in. Um, but you have so many people who just want to stay in that mold. And because we've been propagated as, as, as yeah. you know, children to, to young adults, youth, to, mm -hmm. to, to manhood and womanhood, what you yeah. do is you go through this education system and for some people it's the miseducation system and for some people it's even the fooling system because all they're taught <laughs> to do is to regurgitate information and yeah. be able to do it on command and that gives them an A plus or uh, whatever grade but they yeah. don't know how to critically think they don't know how to apply the information that they've learned and manifest <laughs> it in a three-dimensional realm that's the difference between creating a, a fully functioning human versus mm -hmm. a worker bee. Exactly. Some, some people are comfortable in that worker bee mentality because to be, you know, a fully critical human and everything has a lot of responsibilities because you are inundated with choices and there are upsides and there's downsides and you have to make your own calculation what is going to be, what are going to be my upsides what are going to be my downsides and when you add external pressures like financial pressures health pressures societal pressures some people cannot survive with it mentally or even physically so they go right ahead and follow formulas and hope for the best which i don't blame them for it yes yeah i i agree i agree um what was you, what did you initially growing up, um, what sort of spiritual system did you grow up in? And, and um, as the second part B to that question, what spiritual system do you sort of um, practice now? That's a very good question. So I don't think I've ever been sincerely a spiritual person ever. I was raised Catholic, but even then, even as I don't know, four year old, I'm like, is this even real? So I was yeah. like, Kind of like, kind of like the black sheep who's like, I don't believe any of this, or even the supernatural. People are like, well, like especially during the African culture, so witches and the witchcraft and you know spells and all that stuff. I'm like, this is this is absurd. And people are like, well, don't say that because you know this is this is going to happen to you or whatever. And I'm like, mm, well, I still don't believe in it. And now I'm more of a I, I grew further to be more, you know, entrenched in my lack of spirituality in the concrete terms. And I identify now more of a, as an atheist slash agnostic, more of an, as an agnostic because I cannot 
determine uh, for 100% is there's a deity or no deity or what is perceived as a deity in the first place. Um, I am so impressed in the way you answered that question. And, and I'm so happy that you have led uh, or lean more from the ath uh, atheist side to the agnostic side. I think that shows um, a lot of thinking, personal, critical thinking as well, because it is, you know, in regards to a, a, a deity um, or mm. multiple deities, depending on what religious sort of system you follow, um, mm. it, it can be hard to put faith into something that cannot be seen, touched or felt. But at that the is... same time, we can't see air, can we? We can't touch air, but it's but all... They quantify it, and it is pretty proven, or else we, we wouldn't exist. Exactly. Well, no, in that respect, of course, it is quantifiable, yes, indeed. Um, but where does that air come from? This is, this is where we get to where, as you're saying, you're leaning more to the agnostic side, like what well, there's potentially something, but I cannot quantify it and put a label onto it. That is very true. And uh, I think that's where the agnostic side comes, comes to. It's like a lot of it is like human beings are too focused on uh, giving something meaning, giving something labels. It's like, well, there has to be something, there has to be something, there has to be this, there has to be that. And we are not in the position to know at 100% if there is something, at least yeah. in my opinion. Yes, I, I would agree. I would agree. Um, the proof is once we transition from this three-dimensional realm, and if we look at, um, if we use the terminology dimensions, so we're in the third dimension now. We then should go into the fourth dimension, fifth dimension. So using that logic uh, and knowing that energy mm -hmm. cannot, um, can only dissipate, it cannot be destroyed, we are mm -hmm. energy beings. Yes. So this is not the end. <laughs> this is clearly not the end. That, 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 that's a possibility. But then again, there's also the definition and quantification of it of what does it mean to not be the end and we can go on and on about it <laughs> there's been there's been many debates and and, and conversations and uh, books written on that subject matter most definitely most but it, it's so interesting and it's it's a question that i don't think will ever be answered this 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 there's, there's there's questions that you just don't have an answer to, and sometimes there's there's, there's questions that uh, you just don't need an answer. You've just got to do what is um, you've got to find your purpose ultimately. What is your purpose in life? In the first place, that's a good question. Mm. Have you found your purpose, Isabel? Maybe, maybe not because I don't, once again, I don't attach myself to concrete definitions or concrete rules of purpose, that I should find a purpose, that I should do this, that I should do that. I just have um, kind of a very simplistic outlook on life. It's like, is this something that I generally want to do? Is this something that is true for me? So I move forward in that realm because a lot of externalities can cloud our clarity of thinking about, oh, well, this is what I want to do. This is who I am. This is who I am not. 
And that might not be necessarily true. So I just live in a space of awareness. It's mm. the best way. No, I totally understand. I totally understand. And living within that moment, ultimately making plans for the future, short term, long term, etc. But living within that moment and, and, and embracing that moment, ultimately. Yes. So overall, yeah, making some plans for the future, but leaving enough room to the future, because the future is still very much undefined at this point, because imagine Five years ago, you wanted to be a doctor, but then you found out about crypto and NFTs and that blew your world completely. So that's why I always believe leaving some room to the future because you never know what's going to happen. 100%, 100%. And everything in life is subject to change. Everything. Very true. We've got to be comfortable in that. I mean, I don't like change necessarily. I like Hmm. routine. I think, you know, being a, a part of humanity, we all like routine. We're, we're, we are routine-based beings. Um, but I, I understand and embrace the fact that things are going to change. Um, it's, it's a hard thing to actually embrace. But once you get to that point, I think you then start to cross that bridge and you don't have so many of these obstacles because when you're just stuck, rigid, like, ah. I'm not doing anything but this. That's when yeah. we fall into the problems. Yeah, I, I believe that as well. Yeah. So how did you get into the influencing um, and content creation and the modeling? Um, I mean, you're clearly a very attractive young lady. Um, mm-hmm. Is this something that sort of was always on your mind or could you unpack that a little bit? a very good question so roughly i'll say um three to four years ago i really got into like photography i had put some friends that were photographers and i always just loved their work and i love the subjects the people in front of the cameras the ways they captured it and everything and i decided that you know why not me why not try this and see where it's going to take me and back then it was just a bit more difficult to like grow on Instagram, at least for me, because you needed all these professional pictures and I only had so much. So I tried that and I wasn't very successful at it Instagram wise. It was, um, I would ask some photographers to shoot me and whatever. And they would kind of like be like, oh, whatever. But then I went on Twitter instead and it was so much easier for me to grow from that standpoint. And my work started evolving on it. And after a while, my photographer friend decided that, hey, you can actually make money off of that content and go right ahead and why not create an OnlyFans where you post the essential pictures on this page. So I was like, okay, let, let me try it. I was a bit skeptical, but then I, I decided to do it. And after a while, it started growing. And when the pandemic hit, that's where I realized, wait, this is Zerso whole ecosystem on this OnlyFans thing where people create content and monetize it and now there's a much bigger marketplace on it so you know what I'm actually going to take this more seriously and capitalize on that moment because I see a lot of growth in it and that's just where it went then I started people started coming to me to collaborate and I feel like that's really where my brand started to grow along it's a lot of hard work a lot of um, <laughs> hours be- 
behind the camera. So did you, are, are you, from what I, I gather, you're, I, I guess, are you a part of the creation of the scene in regards to the, um, the photography element of it and the staging of it? Oh, yes, yes. I always uh, pick the location, I pick the outfits, also uh, welcome input from my photographers. But other than that, I'm the main one creating it. Excellent, excellent. And from a health and fitness standpoint, obviously, um, we do have a mixture of um, beautiful women upon uh, Instagram. Some mm -hmm. have have had enhancements, some are all natural. Um, where do you fall in that line? A hundred percent, I fall in the line of some enhancements. I did have some plastic surgery, but there's a lot of it that I didn't get either. Like, for example, people ask if my butt is all natural, and yes, it is. My well, butt is well, 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 let's stop there, Isabel, for one moment. <laughs> we can see that that's natural. I don't know. <laughs> Oh, you'll be surprised. I mean, I don't blame them either. <laughs> <laughs> um, and your health and fitness regime, what, what does that sort of look like? That's very true. And to be fairly honest with you, I used to be a lot more on top of my health and fitness regime pre-pandemic. Like I used to be kind of obsessed with it. It's like, oh, I have to eat this and eat that and, and uh, do all these things. And now I get burnt out which is maybe not, um, which is neutral right now from, a, from that standpoint. But I also think it's a good thing because it's been a goal of me to accept myself however, however I look. And it's been kind of an achievement for me mentally to look at myself in the mirror, being X amount of pounds heavier, whatever you want to call it, and still love myself, love the way I look, love the way I feel. But on the other standpoint, I don't want to be in my 40s or 50s and have, kind of have stupid health problems. So I am moving to a space of awareness to see what is working, what is not working, to not be in, a, in, in extreme spaces of extreme deficiency and extreme regimens, but also not in a space of extreme um, gratification and excess. So ultimately, we're looking at balance in that area. Mm -hmm. That is true. And it is a journey. It is a journey. I'm still working with it. And I've, in my mind right now, decided I'm, I am going to go on that journey and discover what is it that works for me. And to not listen to the all, I mean, that's the thing too about the fitness and the diet industry. Everybody is telling you something different. You listen to one person to let, oh my goodness, carbs and sugar is the devil. Don't eat that at all or else you're going to die. <laughs> the next time some vegan person is going to be like, oh my gosh, you're not eating a plant-based diet. You're eating dairy. You're eating yeah. meat. You're eating you are going to die. So um, there's so all these extremes and then there's going to be the person who does a keto is like, don't eat oranges, don't eat bananas. And somebody else is going to tell you, don't eat strawberries or it's always something crazy or yeah. don't eat and I just want to get over that craziness. But then again, you have people who are like, weigh your food, track your macros, do this, do that, run for two hours every day. And it's like, is that the life I want to live? Ultimately, I want to live a life I want to live. I don't want to get sick and tired of people telling me, oh, you should do this for nutrition, you should don't do that, and et cetera, et cetera. 
and it is a pretty muddy water to navigate in general. And also I have to look at my schedule. I have to look at the way I work and the way I live. And sometimes I don't have the time to go to the gym every single day. And that, that is a reality. And other than that, I don't want to force myself to go to the gym because then I'm going to hit it. And that's what has happened. And it's going to take a lot more time to get me back there. So it's a lot of uh, elements to navigate. Definitely. I mean, you hit on two things there. Um, or one thing specifically I want to talk on it um, would be the pouncing, stepping on the scale and being comfortable with what you see in the mirror. Um, yeah. Specifically on a women's standpoint, not necessarily men, um, but for women, mm -hmm. it's not about weighing 130 pounds or 110. But it's not about that. It's about how do you look and how do you feel? That is very true. Being comfortable in your skin is very important. Definitely, definitely. Um, how how tall are you, Isabel? I'm only five one. I'm tiny. <laughs> yeah, that's the perfect height. Nothing higher than five foot three. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Um, and what do we have in in store? for the Gregorian year of 2022? What, what sort of plans have you got in place? That's a very good uh, question. And I like how you said the Gregorian year of 2022 because in the Persian calendar is completely different. But other than that, um, in 2022, I'm definitely going to publish a lot more video content, a lot more lifestyle content, a lot more content that people really get to see me in multiple facets and dimensions versus static images on Instagram, Twitter, or even OnlyFans. I am also going to publish some travel content, but a lot of it is more going to be more lifestyle related to see who is Isabel, what does she do, how does she react, and going further from that. I'm definitely looking forward to the travel vlogs because you, you, you do travel quite extensively, and I think you can bring some very good value and content um, if done the right way, and I know you will do it the right way. Um, I think that that's going to be a very good market for you to get into the uh, the travel vlogs sort of side, 100%. Exactly. And it's also that um, that space where I'm like, okay, there's so many ways to create travel content. But then again, it's something that I want to stand out. So, so far, the travel content has been very basic. But also, I suppose the, uncens the uncensored version on OnlyFans, which is nice. A lot of it is very touristic and fun and kind of like pretty places. But part of it also feels like everybody and their grandmother is doing it as well. So one type of travel content that I just love looking at, for example, on YouTube, is um, uh, that channel. Um, I think his name is Andrew Binsky. And... Uh, the Andigo Travelers, their travel content is so engaging and you say it was so local, it's very cultural and everything. And that's something I'd love to do, but realistically speaking, I am a single quote unquote beautiful woman. If that's what people want to call it, that's fine. And security wise, it's a bit dicier to be quite honest. So to be a single female traveler, I have to look at things a bit differently and still enjoy my time there. Security is a must. And as you've highlighted, all of the key things 
Yes, yes, I would 100% agree. Um, that would be some excellent content. But as you say, tra being a lone traveler and that, yeah, that would be, yeah. that can I, be. Tricky. I want to make really good, adventurous and engaging content beyond just, oh my gosh, looks hot on camera. Yes, there's going to be that 100%. But also something more adventurous and engaging and fun and authentic at the same time. But um, uh, I'm pretty sure the security aspect can be, uh, can be decided upon. I just need a person who's just not afraid to go into, for example, the Congo, to go into Iraq, to go to Somalia and be there with me and get things going. Yeah. And I think, I think that is achievable. It's just, as you say, finding the right person. Um, to be able to, to, to facilitate those travels. Um, this has been a tremendous conversation. Um, I think so many people are gonna be blown away with your, um, number one, your intelligence. Um, and I yes. think, <laughs> <laughs> and I also think that it's, it, it's so refreshing to see and to have these kind of conversations and to, to totally shatter people's perceptions of, of, of you know, there's the see you on Instagram and on Twitter and stuff, and they think, they think you're one sort of way, and they have no idea. And trustfully, when they listen, they'll be thinking, my gosh, okay. I Maybe I need to think about how I, I judge people, <laughs> you know. That is very true, because you will be 100% surprised in many surprising ways because there are so many inverses that are that can happen you see a thought leader a public figure that says something really stupid or you see you know quote unquote influencer that says something pretty insightful so human beings at the end of the day are multi-dimensional and that's just an idea that's easier to deal with for me personally Definitely. And this is whole, one of the um, main reasons for CFR Network is to explore the human experience and to, you know, to, to challenge the, 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 the quote unquote social norms. Um, mm -hmm. It's it, this is a, a beautiful time to be alive. It's it, it's it's a good time. It's also a tumultuous and scary time. Let's not get it twisted. Um, but we need to have the eyes to see and ears to hear. Um, embracing the moments mm -hmm. living for today but also making plans and not being selfish one of the key things that that you said growing up um and some of the experiences you've had it's it's a case of you know taking those experiences and learning from them you know not, not allowing them to harbor and, and and go to sort of a malignant sort of place embrace it um and grow Growth and development is the is is on the menu for everybody for the growing year of 2022. Yes, that's true. For, and for human growth in general. Yes, agreed. Agreed. We, we, we are we are very different, but we are all connected. We've all we all have parts to play in this game, quote unquote, we call life. Um, and as I say, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to what, what 2022 has in store for all of us. Um, what is the best way? Firstly, if people would like you, uh, you would you host events? Do you host events and that kind of stuff as well? Uh, 
to be honest, not really. I've never been into like hosting events or anything like that. But if there's a good opportunity and your event is really interesting, I might consider it. So to contact me, you can email me at uh, isabelmillerofficial at gmail.com. Excellent. And I will make sure I put the link below in the description. Also, could you throw out all your social medias? How, how can people um, view your content, Mademoiselle? Yes. So my social media on Instagram and Twitter is Isabel Miller X at Isabel Miller X. And on OnlyFans, it's just at Isabel Miller. Excellent. Excellent. Um, as I say, I'll make sure I'll put links below in the description. I'm pretty sure 90% of the people listening um, that will be listening will know exactly who you are. The, the other ones will be like, okay, let's have a look at uh, the socials and let's engage with this young lady. Um, last two questions for you. Have you had fun with me today? Of course I had fun with you today. Come on. That was obvious. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta ask, I gotta ask. <laughs> um, the very last one for you would be, mm-hmm. we've gone everywhere. Well, I think we've got, we've had a very good inner standing, understanding and overstanding of who you are. So please tell us who you are, but don't tell us your name. Well, I am a regular person who makes fun things on the internet. <laughs> short and sweet love it love it thank you so much for your time thoroughly enjoyed the conversation um as i say go and check the content out like comment subscribe share and most definitely tell a friend to tell a friend to jump on the train sounds good have fun today for taking the time to tune into CFR Network. If you enjoyed the content, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe. And if you ain't already, most definitely share. If you'd like to go that step further and to support the broadcast, go over to sbmentality.com and go get yourself some merch. And also go check out my sponsor over at Instagram, Supreme of the UK. Thank you for your continued support. Somebody out there got a dream. Somebody out there got a dream, yeah When you know that you got a dream, yeah, yeah, ooh. You can't let nobody tell you what you can and can't do Uh-uh, no Let's start in the building Let's have fun with this one If music gon' raise them, I'ma raise them right Look, you see, most y'all think money is the remedy When you don't have none I know it seems to be the finer thing
to our dream. So endurance is life or death. I've got to learn how to endure under pressure if I'm going to finish the race and fulfill God's promises in my life. Won't happen without it. So I'm going to cooperate and I'm going to do exercise spiritually on the inside. Don't quit.